The strategies and concepts discussed are for educational purposes only and do not represent specific investment tax or estate planning advice. Investing carries an inherent element of risk and it is possible to lose principal and interest when investing in securities. No strategy can guarantee a profit or prevent against a loss. The views expressed represent the personal opinions of the presenter or the featured guests, not necessarily those of USA Financial or its affiliated subsidiaries. Any opinions or forecasting statements are subject to change at any time and without notice. John Cindia is an investment advisor representative of and advisory services are offered through USA Financial Securities, member FINRA SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Life Stages Advisory, Dean, and Remington are not affiliated with USA Financial Securities. Welcome to Episode 60 of WTF, Wealth Tax and Finances. I'm your host, John Cindia, Certified Public Accountant and Personal Financial Specialist. What we're going to do today is uh, recover from our doctor that we had the last couple of episodes. And My stomach hurts from the visit. <laughs> you should be healthier, though, okay, after that, after speaking about... Uh, microbiomes and um, viral strategies and everything else. So uh, we get back on the track of your finances. Now that you're feeling good, you want to spend some money. But what I want to do today is talk about a lot of these acronyms that are going around. The market's high. What should we do at this point in time? Uh, Some strategies and everything because we are at all-time highs and everybody's talking about YOLO, FOMO, MAMU, SPACs, uh, you guys got anything else to throw in there? Uh, diamond hands, <laughs> no. um, tendies, paper ten- hands, paper. Yeah. Um, let's see. We'll have to talk about that to the then. moon, to oh, the yeah. moon. Oh, stonks. Yeah. Stonks. stonks. See, all this stuff <laughs> is basically, uh, driving the market up with a lot of retail investors, people getting in at the last minute. It looks an awful lot like, uh, 1999, 2000, 2001, uh, the 2008 uh, crisis that we had, uh, 2013. So we've had a lot of different meldups. And uh, YOLO, you only live once, so hey, why not go for it, right? So people are putting money into stocks that really aren't worth anything, pumping and dumping like we talked about in a previous episode, going up. Anything you put your money into, you're making it. So um, don't mistake a bull market for intelligence about the stock market in other words um like they say you know a rising tide lifts all boats well all the markets are up you could put money into just about anything right now and it has been going up but after 11 almost 12 years of a market that's gone straight up i think we need to start uh, looking at it that uh, taking some profits uh, reallocating, looking back at your portfolio. Well, you only live once. People are coming in and finally jumping on the bandwagon, putting money in on just about anything, and a lot of it's risky. And um, the SPAC, Special Purpose Acquisition Company, is one of those things that uh, has no real uh, operating um, uh, ability or anything. It's not, it, it's not a company that does anything but attracts investors so that they can look for a company to uh, purchase or buy out. So it's a lot of uh, equity uh, managers, hedge funds that are going into these, and they're just opening it up, have no idea. Like they say, it's blank check companies is what they're calling them. 
So they're just dumping money in and saying, hey, don't worry about it. Uh, put your money in. We'll find something and we'll make money at it. So a lot of people are putting their uh, money into something like that. And, um, you know, when you start looking at it, it's um, where we're at with the market right now. Um, it has a lot of uh, potential for abuse and everything. So that, <clears throat> excuse me, that's, what is it, special acquisition? Special Purpose Acquisition Company, a SPAC, yeah. So are, are we kind of saying that that's like a, like in a way, like a ghost company? Like it's just a put put your money here kind of thing, but they don't really exist? Uh, no, it'll exist, okay? But it's specifically for the purpose of acquiring funds to go out and purchase another company. It's like a uh, streamlined IPO, okay? okay. So they're going to so turn I'm, around. I'm going I'm to put it in terms that I can understand. So oh, okay. It would be like... <laughs> All three of us are putting our money here to purchase a company. Exactly. So really, in terms, it's not a company, but its purpose is to purchase other companies. Right. But what they're doing is allowing a lot more people, because depending on the structure, you might have um, limited investors, depending on how, what type of a company or a setup you're going to have as an entity. So when you're doing something like this, they're going to register and more than likely look for some other type of a company. They're not getting tens of thousands. They're getting billions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars. So they're, they're looking for legitimate companies, but um, that's the intent for these. So instead of having so how to do they get investors in, How do they get investors involved to spend so much money? Do they say like what type of company they're looking to purchase? Uh, they might. Like, you do know, they have specifics? Or? Th they can. They can have specifics as to what they're looking for. They might want a finance company. They might want a manufacturing company. But a lot of these are just going to say, hey, don't worry about it. You know, and, and that's Just put that's your money and we got you. That's, that's <laughs> why I'm saying. You know, there's so much money on the sidelines and everybody wants to make something and we're at the top of the market. That it's going to it's going to be a free for all, and it's allowing for a lot of that stuff. You won't know till the dust settles. That's a problem. When you're at the uh, top of the market like this, you see people coming out of the woodwork um, with different ideas and things to invest in, and that's all I'm saying is just beware because while you're putting that uh, money in, you know that's uh, all speculation. So if you have the money to lose, put it in. That's up to you. If you're looking long term. And long term is three weeks from now, like we were talking earlier with Rem. You know, oh, we yeah. were talking <laughs> talking about when my guys, long term is crypto. Let's go. Yeah, his long term <laughs> plan was cryptocurrencies, and I'm like, oh my god. So it's not me. It's somebody I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it might be me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, you guys ain't learning nothing from these <laughs> things, are you? <laughs> so, um, so anyway, beware about uh, the spacs. Uh, do some, you know, do your due diligence as always, and make sure that, um, you know, you put a little bit of sweat equity into seeing exactly what it is they're investing in, and uh, make them give you some uh, specifics on that. Uh, FOMO is a fear of missing out, which is also in here. Everybody's, you know, jumping on the um, the bandwagon now at the end, and I and I do really think that you know we're we're coming to the end of this bull market in a sense that we're going to have a major pullback. Okay. Not that it won't keep going, but for people who can't withstand a 30 to 40% pullback, potentially, um, 
in within the next one or two years. I mean, I think everybody got spoiled last year when you know we pulled back like thirty eight percent, and within two or three months we were almost back. And um, an, 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 a short enough amount of time for people to go. Exactly. I can I can stay. I can withstand that. Yeah, but if, if you if you're talking about a pullback that's going to last months and months and months, yeah, if, it might if, be a different story. If you're within three to five years of retirement, you may not want to try and ride something else out. It could be prolonged. Now all of a sudden you see some of the markets uh, they're pulling back. We had uh, three, four, five hundred point pullback the last few days um, because the bonds were going up and uh, bonds going up. Usually the market's going to take a tank on the, you know, reversing that. And I think with uh, so much turmoil in the financial markets with the bond sector and um, the stock markets at all time highs, and then you see cryptocurrency has pulled back quite a bit um, in the, this last week. Uh, so you've got something happening. And uh, as the markets are starting to test resistance, uh, they can't get beyond certain limits and everything. And right now you've got the Dow at around 31,000, you've got the NASDAQ around 13,000, and you've got the S&P around 3,800. They're all within a few hundred points uh, of their all-time highs. So, you know, they've been banging around up here for a while now. And I think what you need to do is just, you know, just be aware um, because you hear this uh, MAMU thing and it's the mother of all melt-ups is what another term you'll hear. And uh, that, again, goes in with the market meld-up with everything happening. There isn't really anything, there isn't any bad news, but everything's still going up. And um, I think you just have to be aware because um, the last few days and stuff, we've been taking money off the table. Uh, we've had gains over the last year, year and a half on industrials paying dividends. And, you know, we've had... Um, stocks that have gone up anywhere from 50 to 150 percent and that's just that's not normal for an industrial type stock i mean we're not talking um you know anything that's um going to the moon here uh, we're talking uh, just uh staples so whatever yeah going to the moon alice i guess is what you guys are you up on your reddit terminology Joe? yeah yeah if you're a wall there, street bets at all every yeah. stock that they get involved with they want it to go straight to the moon exactly <laughs> exactly so so we're not uh reddit isn't not everything goes to the moon even though they think that it will um yeah <laughs> <laughs> but we'll elon musk that. said it was gonna go to the moon yeah i know <laughs> he might go to the moon i don't know that'd be about it um but what, what you want to do is, is look at taking some profits, um, reassess your, uh, your risk level and your tolerance, because um, if, if you're looking at something that you've already made a ton of money in, start pulling some of that or all of that off. There's nothing wrong with that. And um, I'm not saying that this pullback is going to happen within the next week, two weeks, month, or whatever. It's just the fact that... Uh, you know, we've been looking at this for a while. We had a pullback, like I say, last year, but it uh, it came back. I think it was the the fastest comeback uh, for stock markets in in the history um, to come back from that uh, that far down so quickly. So even though um, you would look at it as a um, uh, just a little point in time, it hasn't been prolonged. We haven't been in a recession. Uh, there's more government stimulus coming, a couple more trillion. So all of this stuff 
the markets have been uh, buoyed up at these heights, mainly by uh, all that cash flow coming in and uh, the uh, government uh, influx of money. So a lot of this is propped up artificially. Uh, there's still hundreds, thousands of jobs um, and millions of jobs that have been lost. Uh, last count, there was 250-some thousand businesses, small businesses that went out last year because of COVID uh, that won't be back. Um, they're still looking at restricting people and access uh, from a travel standpoint, from uh, restaurants. They're starting to open up, but um, we still have uh, issues along those lines. So, it, it, you know, we're not back to normal yet, and it's going to be a while. But uh, with all the, the government regulations uh, being um, still in, uh, intact and um, people getting antsy about wanting to do things, traveling, spending money, doing different things, you know, it, it's just a difficult time. And um, while we haven't been here before, I'm sure we're, we're going to weather that. But I guess what I'm saying is there's no reason to just follow the um, follow the market all the way up and all the way down and wait till it comes back in and and just go up and down. There's nothing wrong with taking profits because if the market does pull back and when it does, then you can get back in again. Similar stocks, same stocks, other stocks that may be uh, on a rotation uh, from a cyclical standpoint or whatever, uh, you can get back in and um, almost make a value play out of it because if a uh, stock is it it's uh, all-time high or, or uh, near-term high and it uh, goes back 10 20 30 percent it's obviously a better time to buy it especially if it's a good solid stock so there's nothing wrong with taking profits now waiting a while could be a couple months could be six months I don't know but I know that when you have several hundred thousand dollars like a, a, lot of, a lot of the clients do in gains nothing wrong with taking that back why would you you know hold them and lose 30%, 40% on the downturn, and then uh, turn around and wait for it all to go back up. It just doesn't make any, uh, any sense to me on a, on a seesaw base. So in order to do that, you have to uh, diversify, um, sell some of the stocks, take some of the profits, reallocate, wait, um, and reassess. I, I think that's what, uh, that's what needs to be done. Um, have you guys uh, thought any uh, thing about, um, I know we were looking at some of these uh, stocks that were going crazy, like you said, going to the moon and all this other stuff, but uh, um, having um, like a limited investment um, experience at this point, what have you found out that was good for you or bad for you um, over the last month or so? <clears throat> I would say um, getting in on all the the reddit craze mm -hmm. uh, yeah at one point screwed I mean, me over <laughs> they, they were they, i mean a lot of the, people got screwed yeah, yeah even the normal media was calling it reddit them calling reddit stocks yeah so without naming any specifics you guys know what we're talking about yeah <laughs> um yeah i mean me and rem both played in some of those reddit stocks yeah, yeah. honestly what i found is I didn't have an exit strategy. <laughs> no. That was my problem. No, I didn't have an exit strategy. My exit strategy was the moon. Exactly. I was, I was on the first off on the fear of missing out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I'm like, I need to get in here and play, and I need to get more money in, and mm -hmm. I need to throw everything I got at it. And we we talked, John. I didn't sure. make profit on it. Oh, yeah. I pulled out yeah. good. But, I mean, you know, in the end of the day, 
playing those kinds of stocks and having a full-time job and going to school and being busy trying to you have, trade at work. you have to yeah. stare <laughs> the the volatility of those stocks you have to stare at it all day long yeah you have no choice otherwise you're going to miss out on a fat gain or you're going to watch it drop hard mm-hmm. or hope you pulled out before it dropped hard yeah. See, i was at work and i had to go i, I had my phone and my work computer i had the uh, ticker and everything pulled up. Mm-hmm. And at one point, I just had to actually go do work or something. <laughs> I got up and I came back. And I was like, oh, let's check and see what happened. It dropped. I, yeah, and it's bad ugh. because like like Brem, he's kind of out and about at his job. Like I sit at a desk all day, so I had it up on one screen. And I'm just staring at it all day long. I have nothing <laughs> else to look at. So I'm staring at the stock all day. I got like five people I have to text if the stock drops hard. I texted you. Yeah. I had a couple other buddies that I texted and was tech going back and forth. I'm looking, scrolling through Reddit and I'm looking and seeing what the updates are, what they're going to do next. And I'm like, his boss called, sent straight to voicemail. I'm like going crazy over making a couple hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's not worth it. No. So these stocks go back up. I'm like, I just watch. It's yeah. cool. You know, it's cool. You know, that everybody's, you know, making some money. But well, and I think, you know, the good thing about that is that even though uh, it's only a few hundred bucks, the good thing is it's only a few hundred bucks. Oh, yeah. Right. Because, you know, some people are doing thousands and tens of thousands of dollars and dumping all kinds of money in and taking loans out. I've seen some of these guys and they said, Oh, geez, well, like, I'm out 70 grand. I'm like, if you got you a, if about? you got a good portfolio, like uh, a couple of the brokerages will they'll loan you money, a <laughs> lot of money too. A lot. Oh yeah. It's not like a thousand dollars, like 25 grand, 50 grand, depending uh, on your portfolio, which yeah. if you do that, you do you boo boo. Yeah. That's all I have to say. You see with all the stuff that was going on, like, I think me and Dean got in pretty early with the uh, the nameless Reddit stock here. Yeah. At like, I think I got in they, at like the, 60. the video game retailer. Yeah, yeah. those guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I I think I got in at sixty, and the next couple of days at work, one of my buddies comes over and he's like, "Oh man, I'm feeling good. I just bought in at like, I think he he bought in at like three something. Oh yeah, yeah. And oh three like hundred. Yeah, yeah, like an yeah. hour later. It shops it down to like 180. He's, he's looking at me. He's like, I thought it was just going to keep going up. I'm like, did you look at any of this stuff? Have you been following what's happening at all? He's like, no, I just, I saw the stock and I bought it. I'm like, yeah, some of the comments, I, I was looking at some of the comments. I, these people, man, they're taking up airspace because they don't have a, a clue. These oh, are some, yeah. the lights are on, but nobody's <laughs> home. I know some of those. They're cut from I, a different cloth. Oh, <laughs> my God. I sat there and I said, you can't be that stupid. You know, it's like, what are you thinking? Well, man, I went into money. this stock and it's supposed tendies. to go up. And I was I told. The tendies. I didn't think tendies. it was going down, man. John's a paper hand. Well, stocks only go up, though, I'm right? A, I'm a paper hand? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. You're a seller. Oh. Me and Dean are diamond hands over <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah. Except we're not in it. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the other, the, one of the other things, too, is I, I started to look at, like, just diversifying everything and mm-hmm. not getting into just one specific thing like i think we talked about getting into crypto like i've got a little bit in that mm-hmm. i've got some stuff in some minor pharmaceutical stuff i've got just some tech stuff going too and, and before this i would have just found one thing and just dumped all that into it but oh yeah spreading it out more has worked out a lot better for me in the long run yeah yeah i had a couple clients we were working on yesterday that had uh 
pulled some major profits out. And uh, what we did keep in, I mean, there was industrials, there was finance companies, uh, there were um, energy companies and everything. And what we kept in was some gold and silver. You know, we left that in there. We had some bonds exposure in that and a, a few smaller uh, mutual funds that we, we didn't have a, a whole lot in. And, um, but we took a substantial gains out of that. It was in an IRA, so we didn't have any tax consequences. But um, when we started looking at it, and I was telling them that, uh, you know, it might be something to start waiting and, and reallocating, we kept a few stocks that he liked, and then we got rid of the rest of them. But, um, I mean, we had gains in there that were, it sort of blew me away for some of the industrials that we had had. And because um, that's something you don't really expect no, to, to jump know. like like a tech stock or yeah. something, you know, something like that. that. Yeah, you're looking at a major manufacturing company that you know he had thirty thousand dollars and it was over a hundred grand. Right. You know, and we're looking at fourteen months. So this market has gone up, um, you know, almost a parabolic increase on mm -hmm. everything. And when you start looking at that, it's you see these uh, charts and, and they're almost uh, directly straight up in the last six, eight months. So it's, it's nice, but it's also scary. Oh, and, yeah. um, you know, that's the same thing I'm doing, you know, with uh, my investments is, you know, starting to rotate, take some profits off and, and look at it and saying, okay, let's reassess. It's because like when you were saying you wanted to get in that fear of missing out, all that emotions of getting you guys in and say, Oh my God, let's see what's going on. And then, you know, you get burnt because you're in oh, toward It's the, so funny because, like, that's the one of the easiest way to target younger people. Oh, yeah. This is just the fear of missing out. Yeah, so. exactly. And and that's the thing is it, it's so easy to get in with some of these apps anymore that, you know. You don't need any on. knowledge. No. You don't need to know anything. All you need to know is what the ticker symbol is. Well. <laughs> you know what the ticker symbol is and you know what money is, you can get in. Well, exactly. And that's the thing that, you know, a lot of the younger people, there, there's older people too, but a lot of the younger people just figure, you know, I've learned everything on the internet. I am a brain surgeon. Well, maybe I'm not, but I did stay at uh, I watched the Holiday Inn. I, I did stay at the Holiday I, Inn Express. You I know. used to watch Grey's Anatomy, John. Yeah. So I know my stuff. Exactly. Exactly. My point, Exactly. But I, like I said, I stay at the Holiday Inn Express. I can do anything. <laughs> I can drive a truck. I can be a brain surgeon. Hey, they got YouTube videos for all that. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And it's like, well, why not just buy this stock? Everybody else is in it. But everybody else got in it, you know, when it was way lower. Yeah, when it was $4 a share. Yeah. It's <laughs> not 220 in about six days. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the type of stuff they're saying. You know, just um, you got to get back to common sense. Uh, a little bit of rationality goes a long way. And, um, you know, long-term is not a month. You know, long-term is five, ten years and or more. You know, I've got some clients that uh, when I was looking through their portfolios, I mean, they've got gains. And I'm looking at this stuff. They've had it since 1995. Well, you know, it's a great dividend play. And it's gone up hundreds of percent. There's no reason to sell it, to take profits. I mean, it's working what it needs to do for the dividend. And you're not going to get it, you know, at a bank on interest rates or anything like that. So that's exactly what that stock's going to do. And they've just had it for a long time. So uh, there's absolutely no reason to do that. In a market like what we're doing here, when you're getting that much growth, and these people I'm talking about are in their 50s, 
We don't need the dividends right now. Plus, it's in their IRA, so it's not going to matter. It's going to be ordinary income anyway. So, um, you know, when we look to have some of these things placed, these were stocks that we had an advantage of. They were sort of a value play at the time because they were down low, and we bought into them. They were solid companies, and then they just went crazy. I mean, yeah, my uh, my grandfather, uh, he bought me and my brother, um. A couple of shares of a, a big time stock back in like 1999. I was one years old. One oh, year old. oh, okay. And he bought <clears throat> us both five shares each, and he paid like twenty dollars for five shares, so forty bucks total, something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, ended up later on, I was like, mm, I'm gonna sell this. It was worth like almost five hundred bucks. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, and I mean, like he's. You know, he he actually just passed away uh, a couple months ago, but um, he was big into the stock market, big into playing, uh, making quick gains, and mm-hmm. and he had lo- a lot of long term plays. So, mm-hmm. you know, after I sold it, I didn't really, you know, I didn't feel bad. I was like, he would be happy that I, you know, turned over a, a twenty five thousand percent gain on, oh, yeah. <laughs> on his initial investment. Exactly. So, but like, um, when it comes to like these fear of missing out stocks, so these um, these quick gain stocks wouldn't necessarily it probably sounds like we're kind of you know taking a dump on them a mm-hmm. little bit but we're, we're not you know yeah. it it's all what you're willing to lose and if you get excited over that stuff sure like, you know it, as long it, as you it, have fun yeah i mean like <laughs> yeah it, it. if at the end want, of the day if, if i'm under, broke but i had a hell of a good time <laughs> yeah like if you that's what i said about like going to the casino and stuff and like i'm not like a gambling addict or anything yeah. by any means and i'm not trying to endorse it but like you know if you're having a good time and you lose a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks and you're willing to lose that, who cares? Yeah, you know. But if you're betting the house and and we've said you're, this before, if you're putting on like second yeah, mortgage on the house, just yeah, to and you're putting all your savings in, and you know you're you're trying to make a massive gain. This isn't for you. No, you should probably find a job that you can make a lot of money at or something. Yeah, you know. And, and see, that's the whole thing is, uh, and I've got clients. I had uh, some tax clients came in the other day and they inherited some money, so we sat down. They've got money pretty well diversified but they have no there was no plan it just sort of happened by accident and because of that now we got to put it together so we're going to sit down and do a plan and um uh, the one spouse was saying oh man i'm really aggressive i want to do all this i go i will give you now this is her, their money i'm going to give you a little <laughs> money to play with and he's looking going how much they says, you know i'm not sure yeah exactly I said, I'll put you on an allowance. I said, we'll agree on it and everything, and you can go do whatever you want if to do you with do that thing. If you do your chores, then yeah. I'll give you more. <laughs> yeah, and they're she, like, how do I turn my $1,000 into $1 million in exactly. 10 days? Yeah, not she, gonna. Was, <laughs> she was excited in saying that, and I just sat there. and She goes, oh, I, you know I'm kidding. She goes, I have no idea what I'm doing. I said, if you want to take a flyer, we'll put it off to the side there, that's up to you. But I said, all the rest of this stuff is going on the shelf, and we're going to do something. Okay, because we don't know what's going on. But they did have a diversified set of assets, which was good to, I mean, hell of a base to start with. Uh, but it was just hilarious when she went, I'm going crazy. And he's going, I'm pretty conservative. So it's Literally like the they're, fighting, yeah, they're fighting back and forth. <laughs> oh, I'm like, boy. oh, my God. So I said, yeah, I think the plan is good. And the funny part was that their son is with a major discount broker. And um, it, was, uh, it was funny that... Uh, they were talking. He says, "Oh, he wants us to buy this other stuff. He does pretty well, but it was something different, you know." <laughs> it's like, I said, "Well, we might not get into that right now." But uh, so, yeah, if you have anything that you're looking at, um, 
you, you need to just take your time. Don't be emotional about it. And what I talked about before was, you know, diversification, allocation um, amongst different types of industries, uh, different types of whether it's stocks, ETFs, mutual funds. Uh, if you're looking at any bond exposure, fixed income, something like that, uh, just make sure that you got a good solid base. Uh, you got value opportunities. And if you do have some speculative stuff, just allocate a piece to it. That's all. It's just like gold and silver. I mean, when we look at that, we're not putting more than, you know, anywhere from two to three, four percent probably allocating. We're not looking at 40, 50 percent uh, of anybody's portfolio to go into anything like that. So um, you just have to be, uh, you know, common sense, rational and, um, you know, put a good thought into it. And to uh, to you guys, um, you know, getting in, getting excited and seeing what it does, even on a small base is better than not doing anything and then trying it the first time and putting in 10 or 20 grand and then go, Oh my God, what was I thinking? You know, uh, hard to earn the money. Baby so, steps. Exactly. hundred dollars exactly. at a time. hundred dollars a day. Hey, you That's what put, I've been you doing. 200 grand in it once. Be my guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, if you're putting that into something that's speculative or super highly volatile. Yeah. Branson, Branson good might luck. do it. 200,000 is yeah. like pocket change. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't even bend it. If he dropped that on the ground, he's just leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not uh, yeah. Start following him around. I don't know. <laughs> and get arrested being yeah, a stalker throw, or something. Hundred. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, coupons. Yeah. So I hope this has uh, been informational and helpful uh, for this episode. And I want to thank you again, um, Rem. What should they do? Oh, buddy, they should <laughs> like, subscribe, share with as many people as they possibly can. Hit the notification bell. Um, email you at jcindia at lifestagesadvisory.com if they have any financial questions. Um, leave a comment on the YouTube video. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Yep. See, boy, this yeah. he's if got this on, down. This is what I'm the, supposed to say. If you're on the podcasting platforms, oh, please give a us review. a follow. Or maybe if you're on uh, Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, I believe. We don't have a whole lot Leave of a review if you'd like. If you're on Spotify, give us a second listen on Apple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We will bump the numbers, right? Is that what it is? is, oh, that what yeah. it is? yeah, because after we got through with uh, our grandparents and our moms and dads and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's just but... a ram. All our views are ram <laughs> oh, yeah. playing the videos over I've and over. I've got five different computers running it just on a loop. Instead of mining for Bitcoin, it's <laughs> like that. Mining for views. <laughs> mining us for views. Oh, Lord. So, yep. If you're not listening, thank God you're not listening, I guess, at this point. But uh, we want to uh, thank you again for tuning in and hope you're enjoying everything. And uh, we'll see you next episode. Thanks.